I um tell me the truth, Carrie. Like I, my feelings will be hurt, but I have a pre-tape at the bureau that came up today, so I couldn't do a whole thing of makeup because I'm having makeup see. people. I don't know how to do my makeup. Do I look ridiculous because I don't have makeup look, on? No, you look gorgeous. Your hair okay. looks amazing. You have good hair. That's the black folks say. Welcome back on this edition of Naked with Carrie Champion, journalist, television host, and author. Author. I love to say that title. Very important. Tiffany Cross. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment, connected with. In a world with vulnerable, considered weak, come and remove the veil from entertainment's elite. It's the difference between what is real and what the public sees. So here's your favorite celebrities behind the scenes. It's refreshing, authentic, the whole story specific. Life altering events to shape the person that you hear. We got a champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. It's the greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion. A champion and carry champion. Hey girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with us. Good morning and welcome to the very first edition of The Cross Connection. Look, there's a lot of breaking news this morning and we're going to get to it all, I promise. Not least of which, as you just saw, the Food and Drug Administration late Friday night approved the first COVID-19 vaccine, meaning Americans Tiffany will begin Tiffany D. Cross is the host of MSNBC's The Cross Connection that airs on Saturdays, 10 to 12 Eastern. She is an author. She's wrote a book called Say It Louder, Black Voters, White Narratives and Saving Our Democracy. She has served as a resident fellow at Harvard Kennedy School Institute of Politics. Her experience across media and politics uh, includes more than two decades of navigating newsrooms and campaigns while engaging different constituencies. In short, she can do it all. Um, I came to know Tiffany when she gave a shout-out to my boo, Jamel, uh, for our new show, Won't Stick to Sports, and I was watching her, and I thought, what a great lovely woman. She often appeared on when Joy Reid, Joy Ann Reid, had her weekend show. She often appeared as a host or excuse me, a guest, an analyst on the show. And I always thought, oh, great personality, style, this, that, and the third. Then our boo Joy got bumped up to Monday through Fridays, got that promotion. And then here comes Tiffany, 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 Tiffany. Uh, Well-deserved 
overdue um, and she is doing it. She has quickly put her stamp on that show. I watch it. I've been on it as a guest. Thank you so much. She is queen of uplifting other women. She is queen of making sure that our stories are told in the culture that are important. She will read you respectfully. I love that with the political twist because she knows what she's talking about. She's been in the game for a minute. And now that I get an opportunity to have her here on Naked, you know, I wanted to get in all her business. Y'all know how I do. You know how I do. I do. I do. Um, However, here's what's interesting. What I was able to learn quickly with like like two minutes in, I felt like she was a kindred spirit. We grew up the same in a lot of ways. We have the same story in the sense that, and it's not the same story, but in the sense that I know what you speak of, I can relate to that. And so immediately, not only as a black woman um, on television, as a journalist trying to tell our stories and, and, and kill narratives that do not uplift us, I immediately knew what she was about. And to me, that's, I got to be honest with you, it's rare that I feel like I have that connection with other women because I do, as I've said on the show, often have hard times connecting with other women and having real valuable friendships without me feeling like there's something else going on there that is nefarious. And that's my shit. I'm working on it. But right away, Tiffany started talking about her, her mother and their relationship and I was like, I know that. I know that relationship. <laughs> I've shared with you guys how much I love my mother, but I don't like her. But I know that relationship. And when Tiffany and I talked, I promised myself that I would get off the phone and call my mom. I did not. But what I did also promise myself based on this conversation was that I was going to make more of an effort to understand her as a human, not as my mother, but as a human. You all can relate to sometimes not treating your parents as if they're human because humans make mistakes. Humans are allowed to mess up and try again. And oftentimes we don't give that same luxury to the people who gave us life. So in this episode of Naked, um, I try to get her to reveal and she just as honest as she can possibly be. So it wasn't that I, I didn't have to do too much heavy lifting. Um, but we find ourselves interviewing one another. And to me, that is beautiful. Uh, Tiffany jumps in right away, talks about her childhood, how she grew up, uh, her family, and what that all looks like. You'll enjoy this edition of Naked. I was born in Cleveland, grew up in Atlanta, been in D.C. for 20 years. So I grew up with a single mother who... Um, you know, was a, a challenged woman, you know, like we all are, I would call myself a challenged woman. Um, but my mother did better than the best that she could for my brother and I, my brother and I grew up in the same house. She was never married to my father. My brother and I had different fathers. Um, and she, you know, carted her two kids by herself off to Atlanta in, in her twenties. Um, this was like in 1990. And um, she really just did her best to try to provide a home for us. In doing that in her, her life and the way she grew up, my mother was also uh, an addict. She drank a lot. And so, so much, um, such a big part of her drinking, I think, shaped me um, because it forced me to grow up very quickly. It forced me to be brave, right? Because there were incidents, you know, where it's like I have to confront that, you know, my friends saw my mother this way. Um, and it forced me um, to love 
you know, it forced me to love the, the sinner and hate the sin, as they say in the old church. Now, the reason why I said earlier that Tiffany was my kindred spirit is because, look, it, there is something about a black woman on television working in a world um, and using our very powerful voices and fighting against that that narrative that we should not be heard because we were never intended to be heard. You immediately um, get the same cuts and bruises and scars and you've been through the same battles. You know what it looks like, even if you don't even have to say it. We can give each other a look and be like, girl, you know what it is. I absolutely know what it is. You know, different circumstances, different names, but I know what it is. And so when Tiffany talks about where she is now and how she has survived so much, it really puts a smile on my face because it's just another reinforcement of why we're so resilient and just so damn magic. Who knows what my life would have been like had I grown up in this, like, you know, the Huxtable household. You know, I think by being kind of out there on my own at an early age, I left home at 16 um, and I just couldn't, you know, take being in that house anymore. And I think having to navigate this place on my own um, at such a young age, it it taught me now I'm so prepared for everything that, that comes my way from corporate America um, to just people who try you. And I know, you know, Carrie, there are going to be people who try you along the way. And it's like you find that uh, Cardi B voice, like you going to do what to who? Because you survived so much already, you know? And sometimes I look to my left and my right and I see the people sharing this space with me. And I have the comfort of knowing what you did to get here and what I did to get here. Our paths look very different. So I can weather this storm. I don't have a brittle spirit. And I really credit my mother with that. So Tiffany, as explained, was born in Ohio. She grew up between Cleveland and Atlanta. She went to Clark, Atlanta, where she majored in mass communications at an emphasis in radio, television, and film. So uh, her first job uh, was a reporter at an Atlanta radio station, which is great. Um, But when I think of all the things that she's been able to accomplish, her career trajectory is very similar to mine in the sense that you just work your way up. You get in where you fit in until you finally find your footing, but more importantly, your voice. Um, And all the while, while we exceed professionally personally we we struggle and the struggle isn't like um you know I I can't feed my family struggle the struggle is living in these two worlds that I like to call two worlds where we dip in and we dip out um we have this dynamic relationship with our parents more specifically our mothers because that's what we're talking about and and they too had dreams and they too wanted to do things that they probably never imagined that they could. And then when they watch us live a life that we, quite frankly, could not predict, but definitely feel entitled to now, especially as as we work so hard, um, there is this, for me, and I'm not speaking for Tiffany, but for me, I am well aware of the resentment that that permeates my relationship with my mother. Tiffany explains that a lot of her success is because of her mother, but there is always that part. And man, I mean, when I tell you this really wasn't an interview, it was more so therapy for me. Take a listen. Truly, we really, truly still struggle every day because even while I'm sitting here saying I've made peace with it, I think there are parts of our struggle that come out in our conversation, um, in my lack of patience. You know, I have a young mother 
And I think my mother still carries shame. There are times when she's around my friends and, you know, their mothers and she's describing this childhood that sounds so foreign to me. <laughs> like, oh, what household was this? Like, I don't remember growing up in that space. And it's not to say that every day was a struggle. I mean, we weren't eating out the trash, you know? I mean, she did things, but it, it is nice to just, you know, I think this is the thing with parents where it's like you you are a reminder of their failures at times. And I think I remind her of some of her failures. And so because of that, she can be, uh, we are, are we, we struggle, but I try to take a breath and see my mother as a woman because she's a woman before she's my mother. She was somebody who was confronting her own childhood trauma. You know, she had parents who had trauma and that informed the way they raised her. So it's the generational trauma that so many of us uh, endure, but particularly Black women. And the one thing that I've realized is that we have our parents here for a finite amount of time. And regardless of how we felt growing up and regardless of what challenges we had, parents love their children. They do. Biologically, they are wired to love you. That doesn't mean um, that they don't abandon you in some ways that perhaps they're not even aware of or abandon you in word or deed, you know, um, or do things that are debilitating to your spirit. Like all of, like my truth matters. My truth and how I grew up matters. But I also honor the fact that my mother is a flawed woman, um, a flawed human being who did better than the best that she could. I hope when Tiffany um, hears this podcast and she really understands therapy, it was full therapy for me and every woman that is listening, every person listening for that matter, but specifically for black women, um, she gets into and the conversation always evolves or maybe sometimes devolves into worthiness. Are we worthy, especially women who have um, been made from their own, if you will, meaning self-taught? self-made. I had some help along the way, but a, a lot of what I have been able to accomplish, I had to figure out. There was no mentor walking me, uh, walking side by side, rather, saying, this is how it works, Carrie. Avoid that pitfall. Don't talk to that person. Don't don't sit in that room. Move this way. Move that way. And we work so hard professionally to get it right that personally, sometimes we suffer. We suffer in our relationships with our family, with our friends, with our significant others. And we find ourselves, much like we do in the workspace, trying to prove ourselves. And Tiffany so elegantly and eloquently explains why that's the problem. I think in so many parts of my life, uh, and perhaps in yours as well, is trying to prove that I too am worthy of love. I too am worthy of success. I too, I deserve the things I have in life. It's a constant conversation I'm having with myself. Well, like with uh, friendships, you know, I had to um, learn how to not take things, not to take everything personally, you know, like everything was not a personal attack on me. Um, with men, you know, I had to learn that just from day one off the cuff, I am deserving of good things. I don't have to prove myself to you, you know? Um, I mean, well, I don't want to take us to church, but the Bible says he who finds a wife finds a good thing. <laughs> but I used, to, I used to look at it, Carrie, like, you know, I like look at this package before you and like, look at everything. Like it took me until I was probably in my mid thirties before I realized like, wait a second, y'all got the game fucked up. I have the power here. And I think it all comes back to our, our trauma and us trying to prove ourselves for love and it's something I try because I see these young girls, 20-something teenagers, even early 30s, I think, 
you see everybody like trying to sell themselves, trying to push themselves. And it's like, we have the power. We are the most powerful things on the planet. Don't let these men make you think is money. Money is not the power. What we got will make a man go out and get some money. They will crawl over hot stone to get to us. But when you don't feel that just as you alone, regardless of your occupation, regardless of how small your waist is, how big your ass is, none of that matters. When you believe you alone are enough and are worthy and are deserving of all the things coming at you in life, your life changes. You know, I had to start operating as though the universe was tilted in my favor. And I had to start operating as though I deserve all the things. All my problems came from a place of thinking I don't deserve it. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion, a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment connected with. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, 
It's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Every champion and carry champions to be a champion, a champion and carry champion. That girl, you did it. Got a champion and carry champion and carry champion. Greatest, greatest in sports and entertainment, get naked with And so here I stand on the shoulders of so many who came before me, hosting a show that is designed with you in mind. This is your home. If you've watched cable news shows and yelled at the TV because you're not hearing your voice or your lived experience reflected, this is a show for you. If you've been angry that so many of these political discussions are being led by people waxing poetic and nostalgic about a country that never existed for you, you have found a home here. If you get lost in the acronyms, the insular inside baseball chatter that may sometimes fly over your head on cable news panels, ride with me because I am always writing for you. I understand you because I am you. I was so in a world where um, we are, we, and this is an episode just for my sisters, because clearly you can tell she's talking to us. And in, in a world where we are often told what we are not, this this podcast for me was a beautiful reminder of what we are and what we have accomplished and where we can go. Tiffany um, is blessed and she deserves every single thing she has right now and it's always funny to me when when people pop up on the scene especially in the tv scene and you're like where'd you come from you're an overnight success and you're like oh but it only took 10 years to get here she's been working she's been doing this for a very long time so to hear her talk about um where she is in life her her confidence and her need to be around other strong women to help uplift her and build her is a beautiful thing and it is also a word for me because it really does make a difference when you have a group of women protecting you, like your tribe holding you down. There is no other feeling. This is not mine. Um, the, the great Mrs. Carter said this. I do enjoy men very much, but there is nothing like a conversation with a woman who understands me. And I find solace in this circle of women who um, just, I know, like men are not telling me like, damn, Tiffany, you so fine. Or damn, you so beautiful. You gorgeous. Are you so smart? You so dope. You know, they might, you know, but when my sisters tell me that, like, I feel so empowered and sharing that space together. And, you know, I think uh, we recognize each other, right? Queens recognize a queen. And I remember watching you and Jamel talk about your friendship and your insecurities and how y'all came together and how I was like, mm, can I trust her? You know, I don't know. And how you all are your sisters now, you know? And I feel like I approach women with that same spirit of sisterhood. You know, Carrie, when you walk into a room and it's a room full of women, a room full of black women, it's a spirit in there that is unlike any other. You take one outsider and put them in the room, the energy change. So I embrace those moments of women because they do really help me feed my spirit, give me confidence when I slip and fall, because I'm not afraid to fall. I'm afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to fall. When I slip and fall to know I can come back to this space and say, hey, I fucked up today. What do you all think? Carrie, I feel like if I did something completely embarrassing, I feel like I could text you like, hey, can I talk to you? So, in the interest of full disclosure, I must say 
I have never met Tiffany when I did this podcast. I had never met her. We, we, I had been on her show. We have talked about how great she was. We've given her shout outs from our show. Um, and then when I talked to her, I was like, oh, sister, like, this is it. We're friends. You feel that way about certain people. And for me, specifically for me, because Jamel will tell you, I am queen of who all going to be there. Who all going to be there? Come over. Mm, I ain't coming. Who all going to be there? Ah, no, I'm going to miss that event. Yeah, because I, that's a protection thing that I do. Um, but when Tiffany called me a few days later and said, hey, I'll be in L.A., I'd love to catch up. I threw a dinner party, y'all. I had people over I never had in my house before. I felt very good about it because, listen, I, who all going to be there? Who all want to come? I don't know if you can come. And so I got a room together of some really dope women. Um, and mind you, this was going to be the very first time I've ever met Tiffany. So it was Tiffany, uh, Jamel, you know, that's my boo, my friend Kelly Carter. Um, I had, uh, I had invited a couple of different people. Joy Brown from Culture Creators was there. I thought it was really super nice to have her there. Um, and Angela Rye. I, I really, and my friend Monique, I really was surprised at the, the group that I could get together, but it was the perfect group because at, at most of the women in the room had written a book or started to write a book and they were talking about that. They were talking about life. And then we got real, real honest just about everything. And my gut was right. I just love Tiffany. And I was so um, grateful that she was so open and honest and willing to share with us um, some gems as she has done here. But the overall message was this for me, my biggest takeaway, I am quick to shut shit down. I am quick to be like, I ain't hanging out with nobody, but who I know, no new friends. Drake actually got that for me. Um, and I often pride myself in saying no new friends, but the reality is it would be nice to be more open. It is nice to be more not even loving, because I consider myself loving, but it would be nice to approach people without thinking there was something else, some ulterior motive, some nefarious scheme happening. <laughs> you know, it would be nice to believe that people just wanted to rock with you and they had nothing else to do but to say great things and uplift you. And, and that was my biggest takeaway. Tiffany Cross brought me that. And if that is not invaluable, if that's not a gem to walk away with. Now, listen, she also helped me feel like I need to treat my mother more human-esque, like a human, not just a robot who birthed me. That That's also a gem. But she brought some light into my life, which to me is full circle in the sense of that is why she has been put in this position. That is why we're watching her take off literally got a rocket on her back and I could not be more than proud to call her a friend and I love watching this journey so I hope you all feel uplifted go out and make a new friend take that stank face off black ladies go and smile don't lead with no because we queen a no hey you want no guy walk up to you try to holler no I was just going to tell you that you dropped your purse. Do you want me to pick it up? <laughs> no, I'll pick it up. Damn it. Um, I'm talking about myself. That may not be y'all. Thank y'all for uh, hanging out with me. I, I really appreciate it. Speaking of no's, I'm going to go talk to my producer, Trouble, right now. She, oh my, I mean, her whole energy is one big fat no or I don't care. I'm working on her. I hope this podcast got in her spirit today. We'll be back next week.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.